Today we are joined by Altez Villani from Security Compass and Spencer Cope, offensive security professional at Reddit, to talk about agile security and technology companies from an executive's perspective. We would start with the question, why does the business think security gets in the way of being agile? And discuss how a security executive can start to change this perception. As with any change, there needs to be an ongoing effort from security teams to provide assurance and business value for agility. Agile is at the forefront of technology companies today, and security can be an enabler by reducing risk without getting in the way. Hi, everybody, and welcome today to our podcast. Our guest speaker is Spencer, who has been with us before. Spencer, welcome. All right, thanks for having me. Great. So, Spencer, we hear a lot today about agility. We hear a lot about security. And I'd like to focus in on a typical technology company, right? So we've got technology companies, could be a service provider, could be a software development company, could be someone that operates in the cloud. Why in, in this particular kind of context does would a business think that security is getting in the way of, of the business being agile? Any thoughts on that? Yeah, whether you're doing agile and it's many different flavors and to your level of security that you might have injected in those agile pipelines, like every single step is a, a piece of time and effort that is going into to get that product or to, to ship whatever it is that business does. That's all time and effort. And security is just yet another one of those things that you have to layer on. So if you want to move fast and deliver something extremely quickly, the best way to do that is to eliminate all those bottlenecks, which means don't do security. But obviously, like we can't do that. We shouldn't be recommending that because there's this risk element of how risky is it that these things are going to be moved without these safeguards, without these controls that we might have in place. So I, I get, I totally get why a business would be like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this security stuff because it's adding additional overhead. But it comes down to the risk appetite that an organization might have. If you're a small startup, tech startup that is trying to get stuff out the door, you'll take more risk and, and you'll get it done. And versus if you're a, a bank or a, a energy company, highly regulated, like you're not going to take as many risks. So it all comes down, I think, to understanding what that risk appetite is for the business, for any aspect really. But if we're talking about just security, understanding how security fits into that risk appetite and then picking that right level, which is the art of doing security nowadays, is what to what degree do you need to do these things? And there's a myriad of different frameworks that say these are the things that you should be doing, like this, the CIS top 20, NIST has its own recommendations. If you don't have governance to guide you, then you're, you're left to figure out what's that right flavor mm -hmm. of security or level of due diligence that needs to go into the org. And it's definitely an art. And be, Security folks, we tend to not necessarily be the most empathetic and listening to the business and understanding like the context in which we operate. But I think we got to do that in order to make sure we're delivering the right thing, the right time, the right pace, the right objective to make sure that the business is going where it needs to go. Because yeah. everybody nowadays is a technology company doing something, whether you're a farm or in the paper industry or whatever, you're on the internet and you're trying to sell stuff. So being able to move fast is that key differentiator. And so if we as security people aren't helping to enable that, then we're not doing our customers, the business, a, a good job. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you a question then. How might uh, an executive on the security side, whether they come in through the IT business unit or collaborate with the CTO, for example, how might they change this perception that security is getting in the way? What are some of the techniques that could be used? 
Yeah, this is the silver bullet, really. A lot of the things that I've been doing lately is, is refocusing the types of security controls that I might have done like 10, 15 years ago and readjusting that for a more dev-centric, engineer-centric frame of mind nowadays. So if I want to put in security controls, they're not gates, they're not blockers, they're things that can enrich the product that's coming out of the other side at the end of the day. So focusing on things that are low friction, but high confidence or high ROI, even if you want to say, focusing on those is extremely important, right? And of course, there's bare minimums that we all have to do, antivirus, intrusion detection, endpoint security. Those are all like table stakes. But where it gets really interesting is when you start talking about the product that makes up that company, which is mostly in the AppSec or in the cloud native realm of security, getting aligned with how to help your fellow engineers do their jobs. That's where, that's where it comes down. And a lot of that is individual contributors helping to, to pave that over, but having a good relationships at the top levels of, okay, we're going to work collaboratively and not just we're here to check your work to make sure that we're super secure and you guys didn't goof up. That's definitely a mindset that needs to change. And I wish more of us would adopt that. That's interesting. So it's actually enabling these fast-moving DevOps, Agile teams to actually help them. If we produce a product that goes out, it's less remediation, for example. That might just be one example of how this could happen, but also looking at ways to automate this without really getting in the way of what it is that they need to do. And I think this almost implies now at this point that security is a given. And so the requirements from a security standpoint get injected into the DevOps pipeline, just as any other requirement, the, the fulfillment of that requirement is being done in a way that is supportive and collaborative. That's an interesting, interesting insight there. So on an ongoing basis then, Spencer, how can security provide the assurance that on an ongoing basis, they're providing value. It's one thing to set up a program and we're now in there, we're creating secure products. But if we take a look at it from an executive perspective, let's say a technical executive, what assurance can they obtain on an ongoing basis that security is in fact providing value? Yeah, this is definitely super art. So I think one of the things is metrics are obviously important. Right? If you can't measure something, then you're not going to understand how it's behaving or even what the outcomes of what you're doing are. I think this is also a double-edged sword because I've seen a lot of, of people touting metrics as, well, I'm going to count the number of vulnerabilities or I'm going to count the number of things that have happened, which is not always the best indicator. And, and people can get misled or hide behind, like, here's a pie chart of all the things and it's a nice shiny pie chart, but it doesn't actually equate to, like, it doesn't tell a story. So understanding how you're telling the story with those metrics and not necessarily fabricating that story, but <laughs> saying, you know, like, we can see a general trend downward of vulnerabilities. We can see a general trend downward of mean time to remediation from when we detect a security vulnerability to when we're able to get it patched or ship a code fix. Those are very meaningful type of metrics. They also, unfortunately, tend to be the hardest to measure because that is you know, that's dealing with people flows or it's dealing with, you know, time series, which we as an industry struggle to do sometimes, or we, we need like elaborate data engineering pipelines to, to get some of those things out. But being able to be able to get to the, that type of answer for metrics, for quality, for showing that we are actually adding that value 
that is extremely tricky. And it's all very dependent upon what kind of tooling we decide to put in place. That's interesting. And ultimately, this has to be something that provides uh, meaningful information upwards as we get into the higher levels where the executives are looking at this and, and looking for evidence. Funding is coming through. And what are we getting uh, in return for the investment that's been made in security. Spencer, thank you very much, as always, for joining us today. Appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you.